welcome to the Awkwardly Famous Podcast with me, your host, Life Rory Official. I needed to add in the official. Um, so hey, this is really exciting. This is my very first podcast. I'm sitting in Calabasas right now, having a nice latte, living my best life. I honestly cannot wait to tell you guys what my life has been like for the past three weeks. Actually, that's a lie. It's not three weeks anymore. It's been two months. So much has happened. So much has gone down. And I'm so excited to fill you guys in. So let's get straight into the episode. Um, First thing I want to address is I'm recording, sorry, recording this on my iPhone because I didn't bring my mic and other equipment with me. I wasn't planning on making a podcast while in Calabasas, I thought I'd have more important things to do, like, you know, see Kim Kardashian. But here we are. Anyways, so today's episode is going to be a little bit about what I've gotten up to, as I said. Um, I kind of wanted to fill you guys in on just everything, because I feel like at this point, Netflix are probably going to reach out and make a documentary about my life, uh, maybe next year, or maybe the year after, because it's so crazy. There's so many cliffhangers, there's so many shock endings. Shock endings? That did not sound right. I did not know what I meant by that. Plot twists. <laughs> Please. So first I wanted to talk about why I moved to California. Honestly, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I was feeling spontaneous one night. I got paid money from TikTok and I got paid money from different jobs and I just decided to fuck it. I've always wanted to go to California. I've always wanted to move to Calabasas. I just decided to come out here. Now, there's going to be several parts to this story, which I might have to change. I might need to use different names. Um, I've signed quite a lot of NDAs, and, you know, just for my own safety and privacy, I will be kind of censoring some topics. Um, But I will try and give you guys the whole truth and just let you guys know how crazy my life has been um where do i even get started about three and a half years ago i decided to come up with a plan as to how i would get to calabasas it was always my dream to live out here because of the kardashians drake all the different celebrities i just craved that i I kind of chased the spotlight and I thought if I lived in Calabasas, I would feel like I'd, I'd made it in life, even though I, you know, was just a 16-year-old kid and nobody knew me. I just thought, you know, it'd be fun. It'd be a fun challenge to set for myself. So I came up with a plan to join a Facebook group chat for mums and dads and other people in the community in, like, this gated community in Calabasas, where the Kardashians live, all these big celebrities live, and yeah, I really wanted to live there, so I joined this community group chat on Facebook, and whenever I was trying to apply to get in, they'd ask me all these questions, like, did I live in the community, and I just said, yeah, I just copied and pasted an address from, like, a real estate agency website, and they let me in, so I was as happy as a pig and shine. The first thing I did when I got into this group was post like an advertisement like almost like a job advertisement for myself saying like hey I'm this you know Irish kid I really want to be a personal assistant or videographer um 
you know if any of you guys want me to like work for them like I'll go and do it for free if I can just stay in your house because obviously it's illegal to you know do work out here and get paid without a visa um I was young and foolish and I just didn't really know what what I was doing and I thought everything would be sunshine rainbows and unicorns but it was definitely neither of those three actually no it was there was definitely sunshine too much sunshine but anyway that's besides the point so I had like 50 or 60 people message me after that I was shocked and I was completely overwhelmed with the amount of like response that message got but now I face a new challenge who was I going to pick to live with um, I decided to pay like a private investigator to go through all of these different people and kind of work out who was lunatic, who was crazy, you know, who would I fit well with and did any of them have a criminal background? You know, I really wanted to check out who I was going to live with. And all of these people, you know, most of them were fine. There wasn't really anything too suspicious, but I filtered them through anyway and I found this one family and I kind of built up a really good friendship with them over the past two or three years. And yeah, they they said, you can come live with us, just help around the house a bit, and, and that's you. So I said, brilliant. So I'm talking about this family for like over two and a half years. And one night, I just texted them and said, hey, I'm ready to come out. I just got paid, like, you know, can I come out like next month? And they said, yeah, I was definitely manic, by the way, at this stage. And I just booked the flights. That was it. I booked the flights. I, you know, probably wasn't prepared. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I had no thought behind it. I just said, fuck it. And I booked the flights, which probably wasn't the most smartest thing to do. So a couple of weeks went past and I was mentally preparing to move to California. That meant cutting off toxic people out of my life. That meant eating healthier, taking like wheatgrass shots and tanning shots. That's a whole other story. And just, yeah, mentally and physically preparing to move to a new climate, start a new life. I was really heavily romanticizing the whole thing. Um, I probably took it too far. And, you know, I blocked people that I was friends with that I never had an argument with and I never fell out with, but I just felt they were dead weight. So I just blocked a lot of people. Um, I caused a ton of drama. And then I left the country, as you do. You cause drama and then you leave the country. Um, take notes, people. Anyway, so here I am getting ready to go to the airport at like 4 a.m. No, that's like 3 a.m. in the morning. My flight was at 6. Um, my mom dropped me off at the airport I was so excited. I was wearing like a essentials hoodie. Actually, no, it wasn't essentials. It was a pan Pangea hoodie, a blue Pangea hoodie. I was wearing shorts, I had sunglasses. I was slick as fuck. Excuse my French. I was just airport outfit, super casual, super chill. Dude, honestly, yeah, so good. So I arrive at the airport, and it's not important, but I have like my own private terminal. I sound really full of myself right now. Um, but I have my own like terminal that I fly from in Dublin Airport because I just hate the hustle and bustle of airports. Actually, that's a lie. That's a lie. I just lied to you guys because I love airports. I love like, you know, having a really cool airport fit and 
just walking through the airport and just feeling like you own own it does that make sense am i is there something mentally wrong with me yeah there definitely is i don't even yeah um but yeah no i just love like i mean i think there's a time and a place for everything like if you were going through the airport during the day i would say yeah just go through the main airport but at night time i just don't have the effort to deal with all that so anyway cut all the bullshit i arrive at the airport i get checked in i got brought to my room and i was just waiting waiting and waiting 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 and i had some breakfast actually the food in that place was so good i'm going off track anyways i get brought to the plane i get on my little seat and i fly to germany i was in germany for like 20 minutes before i got my next flight to la and i had no idea where to go Nobody spoke English. Everybody was all like, like I just didn't understand what they were saying. Anyway, so I boarded my flight. I was brought into my little seat area. It was so cute. It had like a full, a full lie-out bed. Um, I got like a little hot towel. It was just perfect. Beautiful. The flight was amazing. Um, I actually ended up sitting beside one of Kim Kardashian's neighbours. I swear to God. Um, I got chatting with him and yeah the flight was really really good I slept for like 70% of it and then I woke up I met one of the Love Island presenters I think it was Love Island Germany um, her name's Sylvie, Ma- Sylvie Mice I think I'm pronouncing that right amazing woman amazing amazing person amazing woman um, yeah I got a photo with her chatted with her for a bit and then I did my skincare routine because that's really important on an airplane because obviously the dry air completely dries out your face and yeah you just feel better after having you know doing skincare mid-flight anyway besides the point so we land and this is where all chaos breaks out so this is the one thing that i was actually really scared about when traveling alone um, I've travelled alone a load of times. I'm really independent. I'm really mature for my age whenever it comes to things like that. Like, I can just take off and go somewhere. Um, and I kind of pride myself on that. But I'm really, really scared of US border and customs and all that stuff. Because whenever I'm in a situation like that, I overthink. And I get really bad anxiety. And it shows. No, I have absolutely nothing to get anxiety over. I have nothing to hide. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm a tourist. I'm coming to America. I'm, you know, I'm doing everything the way I should. But you still get really nervous and panicky. Well, I do. I get really nervous and panicky when it comes to things like that. And it shows. Like, you know, I start to shake. I can't swallow. Um, I can't really focus on what I'm saying. And that was a big concern for me. Because if they saw any of that that might look really suspicious and god knows what would happen um i think i kind of you know i was speaking to my parents about it and i was speaking to people like oh i'm really nervous about this and they were all saying oh it'll be fine but honestly i knew i knew something was going to happen and i think i kind of spoke it into existence which wasn't very good and i've never done it before i've never done u.s border control before on my own anytime i go to america i'm normally going with my family they do it for me like I don't need to say anything. So I've never been put in that situation before. And I was really nervous about that. So we're getting on the border control line. And it's maybe, I don't know, 
there's probably 2,000 people, you know. It was very long. It took an hour and a half just to get through it and to get processed. So the entire time I was shedding bullets. <laughs> is, that, is that what people say? Shedding bullets? Sweating bullets? <laughs> I don't even know. I was just really fucking nervous. Um, and I got to the front of the line and I was pulled forward. This guy was like, hey, come over here, please. So I said, hey, uh, how are you? And he ignored my question, or he, he ignored me saying that to him, which threw me off first because I was just being polite. And he said, paperwork, please. Show me your passport. Show me your visa. Show me your ESTA, whatever it was. Um, and he said, what is your purpose of travel? I told him I'm here for a vacation. He said, okay, and that means what? That means what? You're here for a vacation and what? Where are you staying? And so I told him, you know, I'm staying with um, these people in Calabasas. He said, have you met them before? I said, no. He said, what age are they? I said, in their 40s. So it was starting to look really suspicious. Um, and I was visibly showing signs of stress and anxiety. I was just, you know, I was freaking out. I was also extremely tired from the flight. I felt groggy. I felt disgusting. Um, yeah, I wasn't probably in the best mindset or headspace. And he then said to me, like, what did I do for a living? I told him I, I'm a video creator. Um, I make films and stuff like that. And he said, are you traveling with any equipment? And I said, yes, I am. Because I didn't want to lie. The last, that's the last thing I wanted to do. And if any of you guys are worried about this as well, or going to America in future, don't lie. Just tell the truth. Because, you know, it's better to say the truth than to come up with a lie. And then yeah, you just put yourself in a really bad situation. So I told him that I'm a video creator and I've got my equipment with me. And that was really suspicious to him for some reason. And he also found it weird that I was going over to stay with people that I'd never met before and I met them online. I mean, fair enough, it actually is a bit suspicious, but I'm really trustworthy in people. Like, that's one flaw about me. I really hope that everyone's as good to me as I am to them um but that's always that's not always the case and it often leads to me getting taken advantage of anyway going off track again so he said you're gonna have to come with me and I got brought to this room it was literally like something from out of a movie where you see the like police department I get so I get brought into this room it's gross there's like harsh fluorescent lighting on the ceiling um the entire room's like this orangey cream colored um it's really run down disgusting gross it was filled with other people who were in the same boat as me there was a tv playing some marvel movie over and over and over and over again i know it played over and over and over again because it was there for six i want to say seven hours i think six hours six hours I wasn't allowed on my phone they took your phone off you so I couldn't text the family on the other side and say hey this is what's happened to me like I, I had no communication I couldn't talk with my parents I wasn't able to get access to my luggage by the way my luggage had my anxiety medication in it I couldn't even take them because it was in my luggage they wouldn't allow me to leave they wouldn't allow me to communicate with anyone it was the scariest thing I've ever had to deal with in my entire life and I think it was completely unfair what they did to me. Like, completely unfair. 
they told me a representative from my airline would come and speak to me. That never happened. I waited for six, as I said, six hours. And I was really, really nervous. I, w- I wasn't able to, actually, that's a lie, I was able to go to the toilet. Um, but it was still such an operation just to go. Like, yeah, because they had to just check you had nothing on you and stuff. It was, yeah. So I get pulled forward to this office space thing and I get asked all these further questions about what I'm doing here um, how much money I have and the second he asked that I just showed him my like how much money I was traveling with on my card and he made some joke he was like oh a little rich boy coming to America I see and that was it he let me go but the part that scared me was <laughs> I went up as at the same time as this woman beside me and she got arrested she got put into handcuffs and taken away and that scared the shit out of me also they're allowed to look through your phone you have no rights in this place like you have no human rights um if you're an american citizen obviously you don't have to go through this but you would never be treated like this you're not treated as a citizen you're treated as an alien so they can do whatever they want with you which I think is absolutely disgusting and I mean I don't know who I could speak to but what they did to me was just absolutely torture it was torture it was inhumane barbaric and it shouldn't have happened um yeah it was just absolutely disgusting so after that drama at LAX I went towards the luggage carrier got my bags I was actually really pissed off because the entire time, not for the entire time, but for like two or three hours, they'd had my bag circling on the belt. And as I said, I've got equipment in that bag. I've got drones, I've got cameras, I've got gimbals. They're just going around that belt over and over again. A, somebody could have stolen them. B, they were kept on dropping on the ledge. Like it kind of goes around in a circle and then it drops and then it goes back around the circle again. And I kept on doing that for three hours, so I was really pissed off. Um, I walked towards the arrivals, and I met with the family. All was good. I went back to their house, and I, I was very tired, so I just, I just went to sleep. It took me a while to get settled in. I didn't really understand how spread out and how massive California. I keep on saying California. How Los Angeles really is. I expected it to be similar to Paris or Dublin where you can just get Ubers everywhere and you're at your destination within two or three minutes. It's definitely not the case. It is gigantic. I, I just had no idea how big and spread out it was. Um. So yeah, I kind of like just spent a couple of weeks getting used to everything, meeting some of my internet friends that I'd you know been talking to for the past couple of years and just doing all the touristy things nothing too exciting i didn't go to disneyland yet i haven't gone to universal studios yet i just took it easy and kind of got adapted to the whole lifestyle i didn't really want to force myself to be a tourist because you know the goal was to live here and live here sustainably and just pretend to be a local a couple of weeks went past and this brings me to my next drama story um actually no that's not true there's a other drama story that happened but i'm going to talk about that in depth in one of my next episodes it's to do with a satanic party i went to 
I don't even know how I got up at it or how I ended up at it, but yeah, I'll talk about that later. So, Drama Gate Part 2. I don't know how to tell this part because I obviously want to be respectful to people and, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to say anything I shouldn't online. But a long story cut short, me and the family, we just didn't work out. Um, just different, different mentalities, different culture. Um, a couple of things happened that I just didn't morally agree with. And I left. And there was a big thing that happened that I won't will ever speak about I won't ever breach confidence or trust in anyone but yeah something kind of shocking happened and I packed up my things and I went to Starbucks and I sat in a Starbucks for eight hours thinking what the fuck am I going to do with my life right now I can't fly home because my flight you know my flight home is in like four weeks five weeks I don't know anyone out here that I can live with. I was honestly homeless. I didn't know what to do. I tried to book flights home, but they were like £6,000. And that was only for like an economy ticket. I I'd paid for business class both ways. So if I was to change the flight, I yeah I was, wasn't going to pay more <laughs> to get an economy ticket and then lose out on my ticket home. So... I was honestly in such a shitty position. I was scared. I felt like a failure. Yeah, I just, it was really, really bad. But then I remembered, I actually have um, like third cousins out here. And they literally live like 15 minutes away from the people like that I was staying with, the family that I was staying with. Um... So I just reached out to them, seeing if, you know, maybe I could help them out around the house and I could stay with them. And no surprise, they said no and sent me home to Ireland. No, I'm only joking. They're so, so nice. They took me in. They have a beautiful, beautiful house, a lovely dog. Um, Their kids are like around my age, so I have people my age to talk to. Um honestly so 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 grateful for them so yeah that's that's that drama over i wish i could go into depth about it but i honestly can't i really can't and yeah that's kind of the end of my traveling to california story and a little that's just like a little taster about what i've gotten up to over the past couple of weeks there's a lot more um and i will definitely make several episodes on the other things that happened this was just like an experimental episode to kind of like test out how my recording equipment that I have right now works. I say recording equipment, I mean my phone, and how I can edit the video and stuff. And um, yeah, this is honestly just a trial episode. So if you don't like this episode, that's fine. I don't like it either. Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet, but I probably won't like it either. Um, so don't be deterred. Don't think that every episode is going to be this boring and long and no, it won't. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. If you made it this far, you are a real one. 
and I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any suggestions for podcasts in the future, definitely send them to me on my Instagram. That's at Rory Linden or U A I D H or I L I N D E N. If you're listening to this podcast in the future, that will probably be at Life of Rory, L I F E O F R O R Y. I definitely need to simplify that, but I just don't know when I'm going to get around to doing that. Anyways, um, my podcast will hopefully come out every Monday. Not sure in time zones, of course, but it'll be out every Monday. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.